to the... I don't understand how I've been doing this shit for so long and I still don't know my fucking intro. What the fuck? Do you think there's ever going to be an episode where I don't talk about a girl who does not like me because she thinks I want her man? No. I swear this guy has a thing for bitches that look like fucking porn stars. If you ever see me and Bad Gal Sabs together with a bottle, whispering in each other's ears, laughing like evil witches, run. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of WTF with Frankie, the Declassified Guide to Adulting, where we talk about everything we never learned in school and the topics that keep our group chats up at night saying WTF. From pop culture news to sex, breakups, dating, and everything in between, nothing is off limits on my show. I'm your host, Frankie Endo Ondo. Join me every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as I answer, discuss, and navigate us through the craziest topics, stories, and news that's going to leave you saying WTF. Use the hashtag WTFFrankie to keep up with the conversation on Twitter and Instagram and share your own WTF moments or stories of the week. On today's episode, we're doing another wellness check and getting personal, ladies and gents. And this episode is not like any other because today I'm spilling all the tea. And after a weekend of shaking my ass, taking tequila shots, sipping my tea, trying to mind my own business, being conned, and my first moment of fame slash recognition, and the moment this week that had me saying, what the fuck, Frankie, are you growing up? I'm in desperate need of a stay at Betty Ford, an IV, and a new liver and prayers. So if there's anyone that has a new liver connect or a connect in the black market, let me know ASAP. So grab your drinks and grab your snacks because this is an episode of WTF with Frankie you won't want to miss. So before we get into the show, I got to give you guys some show updates. As you all know, all the episodes with co-hosts were recorded in the fall of 2019. These wellness checks and stories of the week styled podcast episodes you guys have been hearing the last two weeks are being recorded presently in current 2020 time every week. Well, this week we got some good news about the future of WTF with Frankie at Ginny Media and Anchor and Gotham Studios. WTF with Frankie will be back for a second season and it's going to be bigger and better things to you guys and all your feedback. We have listened, we took your notes, and we're so excited to produce a better second season. So let me tell you guys what's the tea and what's going to happen to the show in the next few weeks. We have seven episodes left, which means seven weeks of pre-recorded content, which, as I've stated, was recorded in the fall. These last seven episodes will wrap up and give you guys, the listeners, all the tea in regards to Facetune, the relationship with the Son of God, which has played a big role in the first season of WTF with Frankie since that was the main thing going on in my life at the time of the taping. I was fighting with Facetune, dealing with all the drama from the Son of God. So everything will be answered in the final episode of WTF with Frankie, the Declassified Guide to Adulting finale called Victoria Steps In. And you guys do not want to miss that one. We still have the Halloween episode at Bounce. We still have me and Georgia's episode, which we recorded at a bar as I try to set her up on dates. We have Kayla's episode. We have Corinne's episode. We have Madison's episode. And we have a lot more of group chat conversation episodes that will leave you saying WTF. On top of those, I will be doubling up and having Story of the Week podcast still out. Then the show's going to take a break and we will be back the Thursday after Coachella 2020. Um, It's going to be my first Coachella. I'm super excited. So April 23rd, 2020, season two of WTF with Frankie, we will be back. And guys, after my first meeting, 
um, for season two, let me tell you, we are coming back hardcore. I'm talking about the show is getting a facelift and the premiere episode will be like no other and you guys can expect several guests popping up in the mega-sized premiere of WTF with Frankie season two, April 23rd, 2020. You already know it's going to be hot. We got a new set, new content, new stories, new friends, new co-hosts, and what you all have been asking for, video content. So once again, thank you guys so much for the last five weeks. Keep supporting these next two months. And thank you for the constant feedback, reposting, love and support. Trust me, it fuels me up so much. And I'm more than ready than to get back to work with my anchor and Jenny Media family. And now my iHeart Radio family. So thank you guys so much. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about this crazy weekend and all the shit that went down. Because a lot of shit went down, ladies and gentlemen, and I have a lot on my mind. First things first, before I even start talking about the shenanigans from this weekend, I'm just going to say this right now. I can put all my money on the fact that me and my friends would put the Jersey Shore kids to shame in their prime if we went toe-to-toe in a drinking slash partying competition. This weekend was Valentine's Day weekend for the rest of the world, but for me and my friends, we might as well have been competing in the Olympics for drinking. Let me just tell you guys, if we were in the Olympics for drinking, we would have brought home a world record amount of gold medals while the rest of the world was doing lovey-dovey shit. Here in New York, we had the Nightlife Super Bowl, aka Jesus and Javi's birthday weekend. Wondering why I've named it this? I'll explain it later on in the episode. Let me illustrate something for you guys. Imagine a group of attractive 20-something-year-olds going out for five days in a row and drinking and partying every single one of those days. That is a recipe for disaster and a whole lot of tea to be spilled on my fucking podcast. But before we get into the tea and start spilling the tea, here's a message from one of my sponsors. Ever thought of making your own podcast? Tired of not being heard? Well, guys, download Anchor app. It's your own way and the easiest way to make your own podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, where were we? This weekend, we celebrated Javi and Jesus' birthday. It was a five-day drinking bender that started on Thursday, Valentine's Day Eve. Now, a couple of things you're probably thinking to yourself right now, if you are a fan of the podcast and have been keeping up with the podcast for the past six weeks, and or if you follow me on Instagram and or are just new to this community, one... Didn't you say you were no longer drinking a podcast or two ago? Yes. A week or two ago, I did speak about some issues I was having with alcohol usage, and I did swear and made a vow to myself that I would never drink again. Um, But obviously, that promise now sounds like future promising you when you have sex with him that he's going to pull out of you while having sex. Hashtag, that's a lie. Hashtag, las mentiras. Hashtag, you now sound like baby mama. Number 10, listen, it's a habit I'm trying to break and like all bad habits, this one is a little bit harder because of the environment I'm in, but I did see a lot of DMs this weekend about this, so I had to address it from the jump. Two, you're probably wondering to yourself, Frankie, who the fuck are Javi and Jesus? Listeners, this episode, you will find yourself asking yourself and me in my DMs at some point, who are all these names and who are all these people? Because for the past five weeks and for the next seven weeks, this part of my life was never discussed in the podcast. So yes, although I've been very real on my podcast and my co-hosts have 
as well. A major part of my life has also been hidden from the listeners slash not discussed, not intentionally, but because during the taping of season one of WTF with Frankie, I had no relationship with either one of the birthday boys. So a lot of the times when I did have a co-host in the studio or when I was discussing certain things that were going on in my life, I made sure that Federico and the crew at Ginny Media edited out anything that had anything to do with Javi and Jesus. Um, Season two, I'm sure, actually I'm positive that you will meet Javi at some point because I've spoken to him about coming on the show and actually um, Federico sent me a drafted episode for season two that I think he would be perfect for. So I am positive you guys will definitely see Javi at some point in season two. But to give you guys a little history, Javi and Jesus are my friends presently right now, 2020. Um, I'd say that they are event planners if I was talking to my parents, community builders if I was talking to the police, and promoters if I'm talking to an Instagram hoe. I've known them for maybe four to five years. Um, You may have seen them on my stories, but yes, to confirm once again, they have never been on my podcast or spoken about until now. Like all relationships, there are highs and lows and season one was a low, 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 low point for me and one of them. So yes, this is the first time they are being mentioned. I do not want to see a million DMs asking me, who the fuck are Javi and Jesus? What are their Instagrams? Because I'm going to give you everything you need to know about them right now. Ladies and gentlemen, but preferably my ladies, if you're ever in New York City and want a fun time, slide in those DMs at underscore J-A-J-A-V-I-E-R-R-R underscore and at Alvarez de Lucas at A-L-V-A-R-E-Z-D-E-L-U-C-A-S and they will take care of you and you too can witness everything I talk about in this podcast in regards to New York City nightlife live. But yes, we celebrated their birthdays from Thursday to Monday night. Their birthdays are literally within days of one another. So I'm just going to kind of say going out for five days in a row was never in my plan. Going out for even one night was not even in my plans. When I heard about this weekend and everything that was going on, I said to myself, Frankie, stay in. Do not go out. You haven't been drinking. You just beat a lung infection. Stay in and mind your business. Also, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, I also was having a lot of anxiety about possibly seeing Facetune out this weekend for the first time ever. Um, you guys know that I have no issues with that girl presently, but this is definitely not the environment you want to see someone you're having issues with. And I'm trying to be an adult, goddammit, but these hoes keep fucking trying me. Guess what the fuck my ass decided to do? My ass decided to freaking ignore the good angel on my damn neck. That told me to stay in and decided to go out anyways, and honestly, I'm glad I fucking did. So, let's start with Thursday night. This is day one of Nightlife Super Bowl weekend, aka Jesus and Javi's five-day birthday bender. Thursday night was Jesus Eve. We started at Bounce, a sporting club in Chelsea. Yes, this is the same Bounce where, four weeks ago, in podcast chronological order, the beef with Facetune started. So, before y'all start asking me, yes, I'm back at Bounce. Um, now, a couple of things about Jesus's birthday. Jesus's birthday was pilot-themed, which honestly I think was really dope and a fun change for all of us. A lot of us in the city didn't go to traditional colleges, so we didn't do the whole themed parties and wearing costumes that most people did in college. So I think that element was actually really cool and a fun change for the group. We live a very repetitive life here in the city, so I think that gave a lot of us who have been going out for years something to look forward to slash a change of pace. So Jesus 
A plus on that. Um, and also at Bounce, I met someone for the first time, but not really the first time, but like the first time, but not really the first time, but like the first time, but not really the first time. Like y'all are really going to need a drink when I start explaining to y'all what the fuck I mean. But before I tell y'all about the person that I met that I didn't meet, but I met, but I didn't meet, here's a message from our sponsors. If you've ever drank your weight in alcohol or have had a five-day partying bender like me and my friends, or even need an extra kick to get through your day, follow at DrinkTrue on Instagram at D-R-I-N-K-T-R-U. DrinkTrue is a food and beverage company that creates natural lifestyle shots. Imagine if there was a shot you could buy and drink that could help you and snap you back into shape in just a blink of a second. Drink True has created a series of shots that will individually help you go to sleep when you're tired, help you zone in and focus if you're up late trying to finish that paper, give you that power boost you need before hitting the gym, give you that burst of energy in the morning, or if you're like me and my friends who are constantly out working in nightlife or partying and are in need of the perfect hangover cure, the Drink True Rescue Shot is my personal favorite and it might just be the one for you. So pop out one of these shots, throw them back, and see the magic of Drink True. Follow Drink True on Instagram and put your order in. These lifesavers saved me after the five-day celebration of Javi and Jesus and got me back on my feet, ready to take on the work week. Use my code FRANKIE20 for 20% off. So now that I shared my hangover cure with you guys, let's talk about what caused me to even have a hangover so bad I had to pop out my drink true rescue saver. So before that commercial break, I told you guys I met someone who I already met but like hadn't met. Let me tell you guys what I meant by that. You all have been following me on my journey on this podcast for like five to six weeks now, and it's been drama tea, drama, and more fucking tea. And as much as I love a good scandal, y'all know what I love more. I love meeting a bad bitch that's confident, loves to have fun, but will drop her Louis Vuitton bag and snatch a bitch if she has to. And that legend is Patricia. There was no one drinking more or having more fun than me and Patricia and Bad Girl Sabs at Bounce. I've seen her out and around for maybe three years here and there, but we've never actually gotten to know one another or have really partied together until recently. Just like Javi and Jesus, I have to explain to you all where the fuck Patricia has been and why you're just hearing her name for the first time on this episode. Patricia is best friends with Isabella and Bad Girl Sabs. Two names new to the podcast as well, but not new to my life. So let me give you guys a quick history session. Patricia, Isabella, and Bagel Sabs are best friends. They also go out with Javi and Jesus. We all have been going out with Javi and Jesus since we were essentially in college. Isabella, I've known the longest out of the three. We've been going out together, causing mayhem since 2016. We had a little fallout, but we squashed it. And I just got to say one thing about Isabella because I've been questioned a ton about my friendship with Isabella by people. And I'm going to just say this. I've known Isabella um, since 2016, and now we are in 2020. And I'm just going to say I maybe in the summer of 2018 shared something very very personal with Isabella um at Marquee one night after I was drugged and she really showed me how great of a person she was that night so for anyone who has shit to say about Isabella fuck you Bad Gal Sabs, who I'd like to say might be my long-lost sister from hell, and I, this past year after seeing each other around, finally connected, and it's been um, an explosion of shade, eye rolls, and tequila shots since we've become friends, and I have a lot of love for that girl as well, and actually I'm super sad that like it took me four years to realize just how good of a person she really was. 
These two you have seen on my Instagram a shit ton since I wrapped on season one of WTF with Frankie, but me and Patricia have never gotten the chance to get to know one another slash party together because we always happen to miss one another. Like when she's out, I'm not out. When I'm out, she's not out. But finally this weekend, I got to know Patricia and let me tell you guys something. I love that bitch. She is officially one of my ride or die. Like I will ride or die for Patricia out in these streets. She is like a bumblebee. They're cute to look at, but if you fuck with them, they will sting the fuck out of you and those are the vibes I got from Patricia this weekend, and I fucking love it. At Bounce, me, Patricia, and Bad Gal Sabs were taking shots, dancing, partying. I had a really good time with the both of them. Like I said, I had a lot of anxiety going to Bounce slash going out this weekend, so it was really nice to just like have fun with Patricia and Sabrina and get to know Patricia better and not have any drama. Um, a couple of honorable mentions from Bounce. Me and Sabrina attempted to play this game where we took a shot for everyone we saw that night. And honestly, what the fuck was I thinking? Amanda wore a chainmail top that was a second away from breaking all night and somehow managed to twerk, drink, and have fun at Bounce without flashing her tits or breaking her top. So Amanda, congrats. Um, and then like kind of moving on to Tao, which was the main event for Thursday night, aka Jesus Eve. But also just to kind of clarify, because you guys are probably trying to figure out like, what time is all of this shit going on? Bounce starts at around 7, Tao starts at around midnight. That means that some of us went to a nightclub after already drinking for 3-4 to four hours. So, that should just let y'all know what type of mess y'all's boy Frankie was in when I showed up to Tao. Like, when I showed up to Tao, I'm telling you guys, I had already had double digits amount of shots. So, my ankles were wobbly, wobbly, wob, wobble, wobbin, like in the words of Nicki Minaj. So, Tao, like I've said, is like the main event from Thursday. Bounce was like the appetizer and Tao is like the full course meal. Tao is when I turned to my best friend Brandon and I said to him, my podcast is going to be called New York City's nightlife Super Bowl weekend. And I'm going to explain to you guys why. In nightlife culture, everyone wants to be inside the section of the sofas. It's almost like a hierarchy. Think Blair Waldorf sitting on the step of the Mets. No one wants to be on the outside of the table, rubbing elbows and fighting with sweaty men from Jersey or girls who still shop at Rainbow or the freaking staff at Tao or Avenue who for some weird reason come to Javi and Jesus' table nine times every three minutes. Actually, for all my New Yorkers, drinking game. Take a shot every time you're out at Avenue and the aggressive table runner comes to Javi and Jesus' table to literally black out within 15 minutes. He literally comes five times in three minutes. So, anyways, at Tao, I turned to Brandon and I said to him, Brandon, this is like Super Bowl weekend. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, do you guys remember all the memes from Super Bowl weekend that were like, your girlfriend hasn't watched a football game all season and now all of a sudden she's in Miami for Super Bowl weekend? That's how I felt at Tao at Jesus' table. It was a sea of tits, new tits, old tits, tits we didn't even think still lived in New York, annoying tits, thirsty tits. Basically, the girls came the fuck out and showed the fuck out this weekend. Everyone came out of the fucking waterworks. And honestly, no shade, but for the first time in a while, I was shook because all the girls looked really fucking good at the table. Like, I kept turning my head and it was like a baddie here, a baddie there, a baddie here, a baddie here, a baddie fucking everywhere. So, shout out to the girls who came out. Y'all was looking real good. Y'all had me wondering if I was switching teams and couldn't possibly start liking girls. But then Hector, the prince who was promised, walked in and everything was clear again. I'm definitely going to be sticking to eggplants, but girls... Especially the girls that tell y'all was close. It was real close, you know. It was a really close, close situation. Bad girl sounds looking delightful. Isabella looking like a princess. Patricia was looking bomb. 
Karen was looking bomb. Who else was there? Who else can I think of that was looking bomb? Amanda was looking snatched. Alexandra was looking snatched. Not Alexandra with the white dress from Labor Day. Alexandra 2.0. You were looking snatched. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, T, I don't want to say this person's name, but me and someone were about to throw hands. No joke for the love of Hector. Like, no joke. Me and this bitch were literally going to fight for the love of Hector. Like, bitch, don't talk to my fucking man. I'm joking, but like, not really joking. Like, but, like, I'm joking, but, like, not really joking. Like, bitch, step the fuck away from Hector. Like, no. Like, seriously. Like, no. Like, serious. But, like, no. But, like, serious. Um, also, why did I post Hector on my Instagram and went to see how many of you guys went to his page? And I saw 3,256 of y'all creeping on my man's page. I will go to jail tomorrow. Do not play with me. Um, just kidding. I'm really just kidding. Um, ladies, slide in Hector's DMs at H-E-K-E-S 92. Um, honestly, should I do like a blind date episode where like I set Hector up with like a baddie? Or like, will that just be too much for a mental state? I don't know. Hector, let me know what you think when you listen to this shit. Honorable mentions from Tao. Me, Bad Gal Sabs, Patricia, Isabella, and Karen. There was a moment where the four of us were standing on the couches, passing around a bottle of tequila, and that's my type came on. And that was truly the moment of the night for me. Like, it was iconic. There was no drama, no bad vibes. Like, that moment gave me Britney, Paris, Lindsay, and Nicole Richie era iconic. Um, And you guys are probably like, this has been a very positive podcast, but I realized a couple of things at Tao, so I'm gonna have to be the bearer of bad news. One, some of you guys come out to the club and stand there on your phones, y'all don't drink, y'all don't talk to anyone, y'all don't dance, and I just want to know what the fuck y'all are here for, like, all y'all really do is take up space, I need y'all asses shaking, titties jiggling, shots being thrown back, tea being spilled, and laughter, like, if you're not on those vibes, why the fuck did you come out, and can you please exit to the right, two, um, I've realized that I don't really like new people and that's something I really have to work on if I'm going to continue going out. Um, I've been told my whole entire life that I'm very social and personable, but the older and the drunker I get, I'm starting to think that that is one big lie because these bitches are fucking annoying as fuck. Isabella, I'm going to sip my tea right now, but I know a snake when I see one and there's one in the camp and I'm going to see if your judgment is right on this girl, but... I'm sipping my motherfucking tea because I'm telling you guys right now, we will re-listen to this episode of WTF with Frankie, and I'm going to tell you guys who the fuck the snake is. But for now, I'm going to judge Isabella's judgment, and I'm just going to sip my fucking tea. Three, how the fuck do we not have a reality show yet? Matthew and Lauren at Ain't That Entertainment. I know you guys listen to my podcast every Friday in your office. You guys develop reality shows. We're waiting for that call. Lock it down. I have an all-cast star ready to fucking go. Four, can I just say in all my years going out, I don't think there's been a night where there was really no drama. Like Thursday night at Tao, it was all fun, positive vibes, very much like the birthday boy, Jesus. So happy birthday, Jesus. Um, I ended up leaving Tao early and went to Avenue where I actually ended up getting kicked out for being too drunk after I went for a pizza break. Also, shout out to Elena for getting me to Avenue when I couldn't form a damn sentence. Um, I ended up getting kicked out of Avenue, but then I ended up going home with someone. Now, this is the true tea, and this is like some hot tea. This is some Frankie tea. I'm always talking about everybody else, but let me talk about my tea. On next week's episode, I talk about my ex, Nate. Tell me why, when I got in the taxi with Nate, who never goes out and Chelsea goes, I just saw you leaving with like he literally rage texted me and like read me for filth and violated me in the text um because let me just be really honest and i know he's listening to this and i know his roommate's listening to this me and nate were talking and kind of like flirting and like literally there was a possibility of me and him possibly getting back together but then i bumped into 
And this person's dick game is honestly better than Nate's, to be completely fucking honest. And I couldn't fucking resist, so I went home with So, honestly, Nate's, your text messages, which I honestly did not even read all of them, they made me sad for a second, but then I thought about the dick that I got the night before and I didn't give a flying fuck. And honestly, I wouldn't be in this position if you didn't lie to me and say you didn't have a girlfriend when you had a girlfriend when we were trying to date in the fall. So, fuck you. I don't give a flying fuck. Friday is um, actually Jesus' actual birthday, but most importantly, it's Valentine's Day. No, I didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. I fucked up any chances of that happening the night before, obviously, with Nate. Um, I saw a lot of new relationships on my timeline. I'm gonna sip my fucking tea and mind my business. Um, but that honestly wasn't going to stop me and shouldn't have stopped anyone who didn't have a Valentine's Day from going out and getting cute. And honestly, grab your friends, be the hot girl you are. You don't need a man when you have fucking girlfriends. And that's exactly what me and my girl Abby did. We got sexy, y'all. We went out and we grabbed some drinks. And let me tell you guys, Abby was not playing. She was dressed in red, ready to kill. Um, we pre-gamed at Noir and then headed to Avenue for part two of Jesus' birthday. Avenue Fridays are already my favorite nights of the week. I feel like everyone at the table on this night actually likes one another and knows each other. Um, example, Avenue is always the night I know I'm going to see Isabella, Sabrina, Karen, Amanda, Patricia, and those are people I actually care about and, and that I'm friends with. So it makes the night 30 times better. But now you're adding my girl Abby to the mix on this night that I already love. So you already know it's gonna be extra lit. And on top of that, we already went to Noir and we already pre-gamed. So it's going to be a very eventful night. So let's talk about Avenue Friday. One, I was already happy because the table was not too packed like Thursday. Two, I was happy that I could actually name everybody at the fucking table. I knew everyone there and there were people that I actually cared about. And three, Isabella, the HBIC, had the bottle of tequila in hand on Friday and made it her civil duty to make sure everyone was super fucked up and that she did. Patricia, Sabrina, Isabella, Karen, Jesus, and myself, that's all I remember from Avenue on Friday, I swear to God. Also, what is up with me being drunk and kissing people? There were a ton of kisses going on at Avenue, and my personal favorite kiss was Karen. Karen's messy ass also stirred the pot and instigated a kiss between me and someone, and I will not forgive her for it. She knows exactly what I'm talking about, and I'm just gonna sip my fucking tea. Karen, you're a messy ass bitch, but I love you. The MVP from Friday Night at Avenue was Javi's dad. He is the only thing that mattered from this night. Pops was throwing shots back, sitting on the sofa, having the time of his life with me and Patricia. And it was just really amazing to see. Javi's dad was getting lit with the girls. It was super cute. Javi and I also had a really good but drunken conversation at Avenue. Um, I don't need to go into the specifics slash details of what was discussed, but I'm glad to have him slash be in good terms with him again. So that was also something really good from Friday night um, at Avenue. A lot of positivity. Um... At some point, a bottle of 1942 was allegedly being passed around thanks to Sabrina from the neighbors at the table next to us, and Brandon allegedly claims that I had a jumbo bottle of champagne given to me at Avenue, and honestly, I don't remember anything after I made out with Karen, so this is what I heard from Brandon. I heard I had a jumbo champagne bottle that I threw it back and that next thing you knew, I was doing backflips and twerking in his car, that I got on the hood of his car, and that I was rolling across the street of 10th Ave, like, literally the actual street, and, like, it was six seconds between the cars were, like, there was six seconds left 
um, until the light changed. And I was literally rolling on the street and Brandon literally saved my life. So thank you, Brandon, for saving my life. And also thank you, Jesus, for two good nights. Isabella, Patricia, Sabrina, I challenge anyone to try to outparty us. And three, Javi, can I book your dad for my birthday? Because honestly, like he is the fucking goat. Also, I don't know how the fuck I haven't mentioned this, but me and Abby were in the DJ booth, literally controlling the tunes. I mean, we weren't really controlling the tunes. Like we kind of were really controlling the tunes. The tunes were mainly controlled by DJ Showcrime, but like we heavily influenced the fucking music at avenue on friday night and it was fucking bumping also like the night before i ended up uh hooking up with again which is a habit i really have to quit i keep getting drunk and hooking up with this motherfucker and this is how feelings start and i cannot and will not have another version of nate before I move on to the shit show and drama from saturday and sunday i have something i have to address his name is lorenzo Sir, I don't know you like that, but since I've met you, it's been problem after problem after problem, so now I have to drag you for filth on my platform. You already started a rumor about me hooking up with a promoter and spread that around town, one. Two, you and I have gotten into it at Marquee where you admitted you started that rumor as a joke and I called you out on some shit that I'm not going to put out on here, but you already know what I told you. Three, and now you screenshot my story and send it to your favorite convict to try to try to like stir the pot after you literally came up to me and Sabrina 24 hours prior to screenshotting my story and sending it to your favorite convict and apologized to us and said, let's clean the slate and let's not have any drama. Your behavior is really starting to scream, hashtag I'm a bottom, hashtag I'm gay, hashtag I want to be one of the girls. And now that I think about it, could you have been projecting your own little shady bedroom affairs onto me when you started those rumors claiming that I was hooking up with a promoter or that there was a promoter that was gay? Listen, this is the last warning I'm going to give you. I'm not the one to fuck with. I've been nice. I've let shit slide, but keep my name out of your mouth, period. And I know you listen to my shit and I know you watch my shit and I know you try to kiki with me, but I'm not fucking having this shit anymore. Keep my name out of your fucking mouth, period. So you're probably wondering, Frankie, where's the drama? Where's the tea? Where's the conflict? And guys, Saturday night is where things started going downhill for your boy. So Saturday, I went on a date with... He asked me if I wanted to go on a date and I felt rude saying no after the previous night. Like, yeah, I can suck your dick and have sex with you, but I won't go to dinner with you. Like, how the fuck do I get out of that shit? I already had sex with you, so now I have to fucking go. The date was great, but like, we have nothing in common and he is so boring. And if you know me, you know I love a complicated slash stressful man. Essentially, I hope my future husband is Scott Disick circa Keeping Up With The Kardashians Miami edition when like he punched the mirror and like Courtney like ran out and was crying with Mason. Like, I have to do better for my kids. No, I love a toxic man. So Scott Disick circa Keeping Up With The Kardashians Miami edition, if that is in my future, I will be so fucking thankful. Um, This is a couple of things that I've noticed. Um... I noticed that I do a lot of like my dating shit unconventionally like I always hook up with guys first and then I go on like a first date with them and like get try to get to know them and my friend was telling me recently she goes Frankie your biggest dating problem is you always fuck guys first and then ask questions after so I'm going to try to you know ask questions before sleeping with people moving forward but anyways I went on a date it was okay after the date I ended up at bounce my friend Sophia met me at bounce um I haven't seen her in a while so it was nice to see her and have fun with her our energies are very similar we're from the same area so we're always like having fun we're always kiki and we're always just like having the same energy but like all things three nights of fun 
drinking and partying in New York City with no drama was too good to be true. We go to Tao after bounce, and this is where the energy and drama started. Not by me, because I really am not worried about any of these heifas, but let me recap. We get to Tao, and I'm minding my business, talking to my friends, dancing, drinking, doing my own shit. And I see someone giving me death glares after seeing me playing slash having friendly banter with with her boo. All of a sudden, every time I did something, her and her posse were staring at me or staring at each other. Every time he spoke to me, they were looking all confused, whispering started happening. All of a sudden, they all had to go to the bathroom and get in between the conversation going on between me and her boo. Guys, I kid you not. And to top it all off, all of a sudden, Two of them are giving me mad love at Tao when they wouldn't speak to me at Bounce. Wonder why they all of a sudden started acting weird? Because one of them thought the relationship slash camaraderie with their boo for the night was strange and these girls swear to God slash be beefing with me because they think I want their man. This is not a rumor, this is a fact. Another fact, Sawyer and I were dancing having fun at one point and her boo, not Sawyer's, but the girl who doesn't like me at the present moment and I were talking like he came up to us and he was talking to me and Tori and we were talking and one thing about me is when I'm out I'm very observant and I saw with my own eyes the new sister wife point at me talk to her friends and was like kind of like annoyed that her boo was entertaining me and Sawyer so now let's just kind of go down the roster of nightlife girls who don't like me because they think I want their man we have Facetune the OG we have Labor Day who all drag for fucking filth later in the show and now we have one third of the proud family girl sisters do y'all remember the three sisters who went around demanding for everyone's money on a proud family yeah now I have one of them on my neck so that's three bitches every time I go out thinking that I'm trying to take their man. Girl, like I've said to the first two, if I wanted your man, I'd hijack him and send him back to you broke. So this is my official warning. When season one was being taped, I let a lot of shit people said about me really affect me. And I'm not having it anymore. I'm going to tell you bitches one time and one time only straight from my motherfucking mouth on WTF with Frankie and you guys can listen and replay this as much as you guys want, okay? The next time one of you tries to start some drama with me over this man, I will dead ass grab him in front of you and kiss him and give you an actual reason to cry and bitch. Do not start with me because I will finish the war each and every single time. Don't start none, won't be none. I don't want that man. So Sunday like Saturday was drama filled as well, but in a different way. Sunday was Javi's day. So I'm going to explain to you guys what the schedule was like for Sunday. Bounce starts at 6 p.m. on Sundays, which means we started drinking and partying for Javi or maybe at 6 p.m. Some people started even earlier that day. Um, and then we were going to be at Bounce until maybe like 1130 and then head to Little Sister's a nightclub where we're going to keep celebrating Javi's birthday. So that's about maybe four or five hours of drinking. And you're probably thinking to yourself, what could possibly go wrong, you may ask? Well, I have the answer to that. Everything. Honorable mention, I don't know who made all the cutouts of Javi, but that was amazing. So shout out to both Javi and Jesus for the creativity this weekend. Javi's face was literally plastered like everywhere. That was really cool. Super dope. Anyways, my friend Victoria, aka Bia Vicky, who you all know on the show, came out and was in the city, so I had to be extra lit. So like, now not only am I drinking to celebrate Javi, but I'm drinking out of excitement of seeing Bia Vicky. Bounce was amazing. It was a ton of fun. Javi's dad, who has become my favorite person in New York City nightlife, was there, which was a ton of fun. Patricia, Karen, 
Vicky, Amanda, and I were having the time of our lives at Bounce per usual. I had a lot of fun this night. I actually mentioned to Patricia, really funny, that the amount of people who all of a sudden came out this weekend and were at the tables, like, I think I said to her, I go, I need to see a picture of all of these bitches with Javi or Jesus from at least 2017, 2018, because I ain't seen half of y'all up until tonight. Also, short intermission, this Sunday was the first time I've been noticed publicly for having a podcast, so I gotta talk about this because... It was kind of like my first moment of fame, and honestly, I haven't been the same since. I'm at Bounce, and these girls who go out with a different promoter come up to me in the bathroom line and go, we listen to your podcast, our friend sends them to us, and asked to take shots and wanted to like get tea and like talk about everything, obviously from week five. This also happened at Javi's table, so thank you guys. I see the DMs, I see the repost. But it's honestly 30 times better in person. This also happened to me at the strip club, which I haven't even mentioned. Um, people came up to me talking about the podcast. I spoke about the podcast with one of my friends, Kayla. And then this other girl was like, I listened to your podcast. So this is amazing. I'm so thankful. I love it. Um, but... This is where shit gets crazy. Me and Bia Vicky are supposed to go grab a bite to eat with Amanda and Karen next door to kind of refuel before going to the next club. As we're going to the bathroom and trying to get our coats, me and Bia Vicky get approached by this guy who's like, come with me. I got you guys. I'm gonna take good care of you guys. AKA the motherfucker essentially kidnapped us. And our drunken asses was like, oh my God, of course, let's do it. What could go wrong? So me and Bia Vicky, we get in his car and next thing you know, we're on the FDR. Next thing you know, we're with a bunch of bitches. Next thing you know, we're in a line. Next thing you know, our IDs are being taken. Next thing you know, we're at a motherfucking strip club. A strip club, ladies and gentlemen. While we're at the strip club, and we were there for a while, like, honestly, I can't remember much. But what I do know is me and Bia Vicky made it rain on some strippers. Also, why do strip clubs have the best food? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, imagine enjoying a steak and having someone's birth canal in your face. Like, what a fucking time. Also, at the strip club, I bumped into my girls, Kayla Bukali. She's lit. She would be at a motherfucking strip club on a Sunday, but she told us she, too, was conned into being there. I saw Taylor and Herman as well, Umberto and Herman and Taylor and Marissa. I saw a whole lot of people. The strip club was lit, but so sketchy. Um, me and Bia Vicky are deaf going to do a strip club etiquette episode, I think. We left the strip club and went to Little Sister. And then when we got to Little Sister, it was we were I was notified that while me and Bia Vicky were being kidnapped, a brawl like no other took place at Bounce with our friends after we left. I don't know the details, but I heard it was crazy. Um, so if anybody who was there wants to give me the 411, wants to give me the tea, wants to let me know what the fuck happened... I'm open ears. Um, honestly, I have no recollection of Little Sister because by then I was so fucked up. Um, moving on to Monday, which is the last day of this five-day bender. Me, Isabella, Patricia, Amanda went to have brunch to discuss all the madness that went down this weekend. And tea was spilled. Like, the tea was so hot, I can't even discuss it on air. Like, it's CIA certified. But let me just say, me and the girls had some great conversations. And all I'm going to say is hashtag orgies and don't you ever come for us. Um, it was also really nice to see Isabella outside of the club and talk to her again since we've re-became friends. Obviously, I was excited to see Patricia and talk to her about the weekend because me and her had such a fun time this whole weekend. And obviously, I'm always with Amanda, so that's normal. Um, fast forward, we ended up at Avenue, another night of drinking, partying, and having fun with Isabella, Patricia, and Sabrina. Sabrina wasn't at brunch, so it was exciting to see her. But like I said in the beginning of this episode, you literally cannot have fun in the city without a little drama. And as me and the girls are having fun, Labor Day walked in. One of the three girls who doesn't like me slash doesn't speak to me because she thinks I want her man. 
And like I told Isabella and Patricia at brunch, this girl, every time she sees me, refuses to come to the table or make a drink if I'm in front of the table because she wants to avoid having any conversation with me because of an issue me and her had at Avenue maybe like a month ago or two or whatever with her friend where I called them out. And like I said, this girl would not come to the table. She did everything in her power to literally not come up to the table and make a damn drink like I told the girls she would. Another person who doesn't like me without knowing me over a man. Ladies, this is getting ridiculous and most importantly... That night, I was not her concern. Another girl was because had his eyes set elsewhere and like clockwork, when she realized this, the tension with me and her was all of a sudden non-existent to her and she came close to the table and set her glares elsewhere. So what the fuck did I learn this weekend about myself? I found myself starting to be able to take accountability for my wrongs in certain situations. CC, Isabella, and Javi. Two, I realize people will surprise you and everything is not what it seems. CC, Patricia, and Sabrina, and our growing friendship. Three, for the very first time in my life, I really don't care about what people or outsiders think or have to say about me. CC, Facetune, Labor Day, and the Grove Sister. And four, I learned this weekend, and for the first time, I'm really putting it into action. I learned being mean or shady isn't nice, and I didn't like it when it was done to me, slash when people thought shit about me. Um, Example, when Facetune thought shit about me, or Labor Day thought shit about me, or the Grove Sister thought shit about me, because we or someone likes someone or someone is talking to someone so i vowed not to do it to others so cc alexandra 2.0 who i had a great conversation with so guys i hope you have enjoyed this wellness check i am alive i made it through for the five days um i'm really going through this really weird moment in my life where suddenly i have compassion and the ability to sympathize for others but i still have that little devil in me here and there but like patricia i think he's slowly turning into a bumblebee let me know what the fuck you think about this crazy weekend let me know how your weekend was let me know what you think about this five-day bender and see you guys next week for the daily five overall this weekend was tiring as fuck it was a ton of drinking a ton of partying and most importantly a ton of tea but it ain't my business to spill the tea of others so when they come on the show you know i'm definitely gonna grow them on everything i witnessed and i saw this weekend make sure to subscribe make sure to leave feedback make sure to comment make sure to share bye um he has a girlfriend